evening and welcome back to another edition of the My Team Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Talento Mardela. It is another beautiful day here in my neighborhood. This will be down here in South Florida. It is July, sorry, it is February 7th. Gotta say, happy birthday to Melissa Rodriguez. I know you don't deserve it, but you still get it. I'm a forgiving person. Don't even worry about that. It's about like 68 degrees down here. It is, it is super nice. It is super clear out here. Listen, we got a good show today. Like, we get to talk about that new, new. You know what I'm talking about? That, like, that new, 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 new. We get to talk about the, these injuries that's going on in the NBA. We get to talk about, my, of course, you know, my Knicks versus Heat. Little Patriots. And... Who else knows where this show goes today? But you know what I say, regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. And regardless of the weather. Hello, you play to win the game. It's always a good time to talk some sports. So... Ow! Let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. Can I just tell you, like, automatically? Like, I know. You know what? Let's, let's not even waste any time. First of all, first of all, first things first. Woe is me. Oh, woe is me. It's a dark day. In sports at this current moment as the New York Knicks lose their young button prospect forward Christoph Porzingis with a torn left ACL and the bad thing about and I guess it's all bad in a sense, right? It's all kind of bad in a sense because that's that's just that's our star player. That's the guy that the New York Knicks, us, me, my Knicks, have been trying to build around for the last almost three seasons now. Now you may say like, oh, this is the first year that we've had him, and this is the first year that they really build it over around him. But no, 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 all contraire, my friend. They've been trying to build around this guy for the last for, for the last three years. You have to figure that basically since they've drafted this fella and they figured out what he can do, they've been trying to build around him. Getting pieces that complement him. Getting rid of veteran, veterans that don't benefit him. So this has been your cornerstone. The guy that you want to gauge on how you're going to go for the next couple of years. Now, this may have some upside. At least initially I thought, hey, this may have some upside. Because what this would do, right? Initially, if you're, th- if you're thinking positively. Then you start to think that, you know what? We have a, the New York Knicks have a lot of young guys. That you feel that they haven't been playing to their fullest potential. Or they haven't been playing fully period so that they can rise to their fullest potential guys like Hernan Gomez guys like Frank Neal Kilo 
guys, guys that you expect to see in the next two, three years. Not the guys like Jared Jack. Not Joe Keep Noah. You know what I mean? And listen, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I am all in on Enos Cantor. Enos Cantor has proven to me time and time and time again that not only is he a Nick, but if he keeps up this pace, he can go on as a Nick legend. And a Nick legend in the fact that he will be beloved the way that legendary beloved Nick saw. Guys like Anthony Mason, guys like Charles Oakley, guys that came there, even Marcus Campbell a little bit is, is a little beloved. Guys that came there may not necessarily been your own. I'm not saying that apply for everybody that I just mentioned with the Knicks. But some people may not have been your own, but came there, gave their whole heart, and now you you and you and love them because they ingratiated you in the they ingratiated you in your city, so you show them the love back, and that's and that's kind of what I believe that we get with Enos Cantor. So, I, I part of me likes it because maybe we get a chance to play some of these younger guys, but the bad truly outweighs the good. As you heard me state just minutes ago, that this is your corner piece. This is how you expect. This is who you get. Who helps you also gauge in a in a sense sometimes your other players. Now, granted, you're gonna you're gonna get a chance to see if any of your other players are gonna get a chance are gonna step up while your star is out. But you generally want to see these players with your star in there so you can know how they function. But some of these guys may also benefit from getting more of a key role where they are forced to be a primary scorer in certain positions where they weren't before. Now here comes the ultimate bad. Or two of the ultimate bads. The New York Knicks have, have one of the three hardest records coming up in the NBA. Top three most difficult record coming up in the NBA. Not to mention, the majority of those games are at home. So, if you thought the New York Knicks, so any, I shouldn't say if you thought the New York Knicks, any hopes that anybody may have had that the New York Knicks would make some kind of late run and possibly, you know, galvanize themselves on the road and start to win some of these games and, and maybe sneak into the 8 or 7 spot? You can stop looking forward to a possible postseason run and just look and just look forward to the summertime and those offseason moves. Because New York Knicks aren't sniffing anywhere near the playoffs. And I'm kind of glad I'm back here now because as a Knicks fan, personally, I'm back to a point where I no longer have expectations anymore for this team. Well, because of how, they, how, how, how well they started in the beginning, I had tons of expectations. Now, I don't have that. So, not only is it one of the top three worst or hardest records in there, but this is a torn ACL, people, or a strained ACL, whatever it is. This, this is ACL is going. So, we're talking about a 9 to 15 month recovery? Depending on how early or how late he is. So let's just say a good full calendar year. So that means basically New York fans. Not only do we have to endure this 
for the end of this season, we're going to have to endure this for the beginning of next season as well. Because what that means is that if everything is on course and on pace, let's just say it takes them one full calendar year. That means Christoph Porzingis isn't seen again in another basketball game until after the All-Star game. And if you're a Knicks fan, you know what? I say don't rush it. Why rush the fact that he needs to come back? He doesn't. Let's see what we can get this year. Let's see how we can, who we can build around and what we can build around next year. And start getting some pieces. Now, unfortunately, we, ha we had to lose some of those young pieces that I discussed just a moment ago. But that we'll talk about further on. In the, t in the show. Because, listen, that's not the only thing that's going on in one of these new news. Or in a place up north. First of all, first of all, first things first. The new Orleans Pelicans took a bad loss. But you know what? We may have already spoken about this on the show. Who are we talking about? You already know this. DeMarcus Cousins. Now, this is also setting you up for something else a little bit later. Because I'm starting to notice a pattern when we talk about Christoph Porzingis and DeMarcus Cousins. Yes, folks, there's a, there's a, there's a very direct, direct pattern between the two. And I'm not surprised that this one thing has led to both of these guys' injuries. But we'll find out more about this. Because also we'll take a poll. And we'll come back and address it again next week. So I'm not going to hop here long. Because we've already went over all of what's going on with DeMarcus Cousins. All what's going on with New Orleans. And even the fact that we still believe that if you're New Orleans. You should try to trade one of these guys. Well New Orleans kind of listened to us. They just didn't fully listen. We'll talk about that later in the show. But for right now... First of all, first of all, first things first. The new... Nah. You know what? I don't even think we're going to do it like that. The Philadelphia Eagles... Win the Super Bowl. The Philadelphia Eagles. If you allow me to channel my inner Michael Irvin. The Philadelphia Eagles win the Super Bowl. You guys remember the days when they said the Philadelphia Eagles didn't have any rings? You remember the days when the one thing that the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Redskins had over the Eagles were the fact that they didn't they didn't have a Super Bowl ring? You, do you remember the days when the New York Giants were the only team to be able to beat Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl 
Do you remember those days? Because those days were three days ago. As. Folks. As. The Philadelphia Eagles. Win the Super Bowl. And they get their own personal. Philadelphia Eagles win the Super Bowl. And you know what? I'm going to have to admit this to you guys. I'm going to have to admit this to you guys. Until this very moment right now, I have had I have not had the opportunity to fully enjoy in this Patriots loss. I have not been able to bask in it. And I'll tell you the reason why when we come back from these commercial breaks. These are the breaks. Break it up, break it up, break it up. Let me put you in the game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then head to Multiverse Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. Your games cost money, and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multiverse Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals. Multiverse has a wide variety of games, not just all your popular next-gen titles, but also all your favorite old-school titles and systems. Starting as early as Atari and Nintendo, to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. And yes, that does include PlayStations, GameCubes, and Xboxes in between. They've been family-owned and operated for over 10 years, just off the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's conveniently located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Dornis, Florida, 33169. Believe it or not, just five minutes from Sunlight Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multivest Games, where you save more so you can play more. Cavs up by four, 101.97 with a minute and a half left to go in the third quarter. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, the one and only, Dallin Thomas-Taylor. If you're still listening, that means you're listening on one of the many platforms that we have. Whether it be TuneIn Radio, just search under MyT Radio. M-Y-T Radio. You could go on the Mixlr app and find it under MyT Radio. Or you can get it the best way possible. The way that you're able to get the re-air. The way that you're able to get all of the past shows. As well as the current show. As well as the radio station. Go to mytradio.net. Where we have a, a array of shows. Where we try to make sure that every single person. Every voice. Every soul. Is my We don't have a number to dial this week. The number to dial is 954 951 6182. 
if you want to call in and add into the show. As we get back in to our discussions. The Philadelphia Eagles win the Super Bowl. They did it with their backup quarterback, Nick Foles. They did it after there was another rumor that came out stating that the NFL and the Patriots have been colluded in cheating. They lose. They lose to a team that had a great defense. They lose to a team that knew how to manage the ball. They lost to a team that they couldn't stop their offense. But not for nothing. They lost to a team with a great defense that couldn't stop their offense either. Until the very last possession. The Philadelphia Eagles gets the ball back. They drop men into coverage. Tom Brady drops back to pass the ball. And then all of a sudden, what do we see? A Philadelphia Eagle underdog coming around that corner. Gets his hands on the ball. Strip. Fumble. Recovery. Philadelphia gets the ball back. The game is won. And now the Philadelphia Eagles finally have a ring to go along with the rest of their division. As not only has that that not only has that division now produced a champion this year, but that division has already started producing headlines this year. Already, as Alex Smith has been traded to the Washington team, the Washington Capital team, leaving Kirk Cousins up in the wind. Still not sure what's going to happen with Nick Foles because, like we spoke about Christoph Porzingis. Nick Foles also has an in, I mean, Carson Wentz, the starting quarterback for Philadelphia Eagles, also has a knee injury. And his knee injury is also going to take about a year to recover from. This guy went out about four weeks before the playoffs. So if we're looking at a calendar year for him as well, eight months at best, we're talking about midway for the season. Nick Foles may not go anywhere until that trade deadline. Just saying. For all these Jets fans out there that are putting Nick Foles on their calendar already on their radar, putting Kirk Cousins on their radar, just know Nick Foles is probably not going to be there. What we did just hear, though, by me telling you Alex Smith was traded over to Washington, was that Kansas City has decided to go full forward 
with Pat Mahomes, with the way that that kid can sling the ball, I'm interested to see when you're coached by a guy like Andy Reid, what you're able to learn. Because while Andy Reid knows a lot of gimmick, he, he does a lot of gimmick to cover up for deficiencies. Let's see what deficiencies this guy, he has to come up with for this guy. Or what trick plays he's able to command based off of the fact that he has somebody that can do so much. Because like I said, I did say that he could use a cover for deficiencies. But also, it's also used every once in a while to highlight some strengths in a way that nobody saw coming. Just like how nobody saw the Philadelphia Eagles beating the New England Patriots to win Super Bowl 52. As we saw Tom Brady on the sidelines with his heads down and the feet crying. We saw Malcolm Butler and all these other guys on the sidelines crying. And then you hear them complaining. And then you hear all the stuff that goes on in New England. And then you hear all of the stuff that's going on in New England. And I, for one. I, for one. I may understand that Tom Brady and them. Or Philly's most wanted, right? I fully understand that. But what I don't get is why is a guy like Bill Belichick being questioned in any way, shape, or form of why he decided to bench a guy like Malcolm Butler? I don't get it. Now, granted, most people have the trepidation about him being benched Based off of the simple fact that the New England Patriots lost the Super Bowl. If, if the action is reversed, then you don't question him. You just call him the brilliant mind that he is. So if they were to win, you would have called him a brilliant mind. In their loss, I'm going to, not a few times, I'm gonna, not too many times you're going to hear me have to sit, come, back, come here and defend Bill Belichick. So, but this is going to be one of those days. If in the same breath you're going to sit here and you would have called him a genius if they would have won. I'm going to say you're going to have to call him a genius if they still lose. Based off of one simple fact. Or maybe a couple of simple facts when it comes to New England. New England is always the team that we say, do your job. Right? People are expected to go there and do their job. We understand that players are held accountable. We understand that players will get cut a year sooner than they are kept a year later. We do understand that there's one man that runs that show. And his word is law. There are no exceptions. It's part of the reason why they are in their position again for an eighth time as a combined head coach and quarterback duel. Because of the fact it doesn't matter. Now granted, it doesn't matter may have been my theme for this New England Philly game. As I wholeheartedly thought that New England was going to win this game. So regardless of what Philadelphia did, regardless of how many times that New England scored or Philadelphia came back and scored to try to make a stop, until I saw those that score read double zeros, I didn't believe that New England was going to lose that game. 
And that's probably part of the reason why I didn't get a chance to enjoy it until this very moment. You guys are witnessing me get into Nirvana. Welcome to Nirvana. Nah, nah. Ooh. Don't forget. Number the dollars nine five four nine five one six one eight two. So if the New England Patriots are gonna be the team that they are, and they're gonna be because you understand what happens, right? You make the exception for Malcolm Butler, and what that does is like when Ronda Rousey gets beat by Katie Holmes or whatever Holly Holmes her name is. It puts a kink into that armor. And now people start to see you in a different light. You're no longer this, like, you understand. You're no longer this big, bad empire. You're no longer the, you're no longer the coach that's going to hold everybody accountable. You made an exception. And that exception gets used by guys like Odell Beckham Jr. See how it comes right back to this? Because if Tom Coughlin never made that exception to not bench Odell Beckham Jr., Odell Beckham Jr. learns his lesson. And I wholeheartedly believe not only is he still here in, in New York coaching the Giants, or at least in their front office, I wholeheartedly believe it's them in the playoffs this year and not Jacksonville. It's them. That we're talking about is a sweet underdog story. Quite frankly, can I possibly say it's them beating the New England Patriots for a third time? Is that possible? Not anymore because you broke your standard by making an exception. So when Bill Belichick decides not to make an exception, even in the biggest game of the season for what is the biggest game for most of these players careers he says no we do this one way there's a reason why they win it's the reason why they have haunted and ruled over the AFC least for two decades it's the reason why they've been to eight Championship is the reason why Tom Brady was trying to win his sixth championship last night or on Sunday night. It's because Bill Belichick is willing to make those decisions regardless of the time, regardless of the weather, regardless of who you are, regardless of what your name is, regardless of how important you think you are, regardless of how important you actually are. There are rules and there are standards and they will be abided by. And that is the reason why he is successful over everybody else. His unwavering commitment to not only his system, but to the rules and to perfection. And if you don't like it, then you can go and kick rocks. was not not a sweet game to see what the Philadelphia Eagles were able to do in Minnesota Vikings Arena against the New England Patriots as they came away with a 41-33 victory 
Fly, Eagles, fly. We're going to go into another commercial break. When we come back, we finally get to switch over and talk some NBA. Because I don't believe there's any more football news to talk about. Except for a very shocking trade. But we'll get to that later in the show. That and more on the Mighty Sports Podcast. On MightyRadio.net. It's 420 somewhere, and you should be prepared. There's no better way to prepare like heading down to smoking use, where you'll find all your smoking accessories from vapes, bombs, pipes, papers, incense, cleaners, and more. Just go to Smoking News at 1311 Southeast 17th Street, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33316. Tell them MIT Radio sent you and receive a special in-store discount. It's not down to a real tobacco product. And we are back. We are back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, Alan Thomas Taylor. If you're still listening, you're listening to one of the mighty, many, 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 many platforms. MightyRadio.net. MightySports.net. Mighty Radio on TuneIn and MixLR. And don't forget, the new one of the new homes of the Mighty Sports Podcast. 24-7 Miami TV. Oh yeah, folks, you can catch us there as well. Where you'll also be able to catch shows like Millennial Now and The Couch. And don't forget The Few. F-E-W. So don't forget, always tune in to 24-7 TV as well. 24-7 my TV for a, 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 a massive lineup that you'll be able to enjoy. Let me get back into the show. I've been curious about something, right? I've been cu- I've been I've been curious about something. Because it seems that ever since LeBron James made his all-star picks, we don't need to look much further than his team to figure out the injury report. That's going on in the NBA right now. So let's hustle all over to this injury report, and I, and I want to know if you if you can find a pattern here. We've discussed guys like Demarcus Cousins and Kevin Love, but again, we see a guy like John Wall go out, and we already told you that Christoph Porzingis is going out. So basically, with, with, Jamar- with, with DeMarcus Cousins, Kevin Love, John Wall, and Christoph Porzingis going out, that opens up four spots. And you know what? That's just about the amount of spots that we had as snubs in this NBA All-Star game, which is coming up this week, by the way. Because you have to remember, everything has been moved up this week. Um, everything has moved up this year since the season has been moved up this year. So, there's a lot of plays up that some of them happened last night. Some of them happened a couple weeks ago. But, it's, but there's a lot of injuries that we need to, that we need to be in the watch for. Like I said, DeMarcus Cousins has been out for some time. And I'm still going to kind of curious to see what happens with New Orleans. Either, like I said, within the next day or two. Because tomorrow is that trade deadline. 
or within not between now when the offseason comes and see what they and see if they decide to move him or not. Because remember, Demarcus Cousins is one of those few people that are good that are a free agent at the end of the season. We have Kim Love that's also on that list that's injured. We got John Wall that's also on the list that's injured. We have Camilla Anthony that, that took a nasty spill last night and he wasn't able to show back up a return to that Oklahoma City game as they took on Golden State Warriors. And folks, you know what? Let's pump this brakes. The Oklahoma City versus Golden State Warriors game last night. Man, oh man, oh man. I'm not going to say that the Warriors quit. Because that's a very, very, very tough statement to say. Because you all talk about a team that has... Russell Westbrook, top 10 score in the league, top 5 in steals. A guy like Camilla Anthony, sharp shooter in the league, sharp shooter in the league. A guy like Paul George, top 5, actually number 1 in steals, top whatever he is, a 15 in scoring. Adams, one of the best big men in the league with some of the best feet work we'll understand. What I'm saying is that, I'm not saying that they quit. I'm not saying that Golden State quit. That will be saying a lot. But what I am saying, that they played in Golden State. Oklahoma City came to the Bay. They stood on top of their court, their cars. They put a bullhorn to their mouth. And they said... And you know what the Warriors did? They stayed inside their homes. The Oklahoma City Thunder came out and very quickly took a 15-point lead. And that's basically how the game looked for the majority of the game. It was a consistent 15-point lead that Golden State Warriors could not overcome. They couldn't break. They couldn't get within double digits for the most part. And that boy, PG-13, wasn't looking so PG-13 that night. He was looking very, very, very rated R. Danger zone. He was everywhere on defense. And if you haven't realized it already, because I've, I've already already mentioned this, Camilla Anthony didn't finish that game. Camilla Anthony went out with an with a ankle injury or a leg injury at the end of the first half. So the second half was Paul George, Russell Wilson, who never, sorry, Russell Westbrook, who never stopped going downhill. Just, can we call this man's nickname the Avalanche? Granted, I know there's no snow, but this dude is cold, and he just goes downhill. You know what? We're going to put it on the pole. <laughs> we are gonna put this one on the poll for you guys. Right? It's only fitting. That's not even the poll question that I wanted to get to today. That is that this one is a different one. This poll question is a completely 
completely, completely different poll question. I missed a call. Who did I miss a call from? Stop trying to figure out what to do on a Friday again? Well, stop worrying and stop thinking and head down to Capone's nightclub in downtown Fort Lauderdale. This is where you'll find DJ Scepter makes it in the lounge room so you can start dancing and start drinking. And we understand, some of you may be an introvert, so you may want to start drinking so you can start dancing. But regardless of what you do, you make sure you do that with DJ Scepter. That's every Friday from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Ladies, you bring your sexy. Fellas, you bring your swag. It's going down at Capone's. But... Wait, there's more. Trying to figure out what to do on a Wednesday? Yes, hump day? You'll find DJ Scepter at O'Malley's from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. That's right there on 441 between Coconut Creek and Royal Palm Boulevard. DJ Scepter plays everywhere that you want to be. Whether that's a birthday, wedding, bar mitzvah, kinsnita, proms, corporate events, bachelor or bachelorette parties. DJ Scepter puts a royal touch on everything and for reservations just send a simple email to bookings at djscepter.com that's b-o-o-k-i-n-g-s at djscepter.com And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Alan Domar Taylor. And if you're here with me live, then I've already told you. MightyRadio.net, MightySports.net, 24-7 Miami TV. Oh, Miami. 24-7 Miami.TV. Or just go and find us on Mixlr Tune In Radio under Mighty Radio. But we're everywhere. So like I said, we have, the, we have the trade deadline coming tomorrow. But right after that, we have the NBA All-Star Weekend. And with this NBA All-Star Weekend, we get a chance to see the world team versus the U.S. team, right? Not We also get to see the slam dunk contest, and we also get to see the three-point contest. So there's a couple things here. For the U.S. team, is going to be highlighted by one and no other, Alonzo Ball. We're going to see, we get a chance to see Malcolm Brogan from the Bucks, Jalen Brown, obviously, from the Celtics, John Collins from the Hawks, Chris Dunn, the guard from the Bulls, Brandon Ingram, the guard, the forward from the Lakers, Kyle Kuzma, the other four from the Lakers. So the Lakers are going to be represented very well in this tournament. We're going to see Donovan Mitchell from the Jazz, Dennis Smith Jr. from the Mavericks, and Jason Tatum from the Celtics. And on the other side, for the world team, and I like how they do this because it allows you to get a touch from both sides. Where normally you, some of these guys wouldn't have made this lineup. Especially based especially based off of the old format. So now you gotta get get a chance to see guys like Bogdan Bognarovich from the Kings who have been balling. Dylan Brooks, the guard the guard slash forward from the Grizzlies, Joel Embiid, the star center from the 76ers. We get Buddy Hill from the Kings, Rory Marketing from the Bulls, who has been balling from them, who's looking like a unicorn in his own right. We get Jamal Murray from the Nuggets, Frank. N- <laughs> it's funny as I'm looking at his name, all of a sudden I can't pronounce it. But Frank Nila Kina, the guard, the rookie guard from the Knicks. We get Demontis Sabonis, the son of the Portland Center, the legendary Portland Center. So Jonas Sabonis, Jonas Sabonis, something like that. I'm messing up his name. We also see Dario Saric from the 76ers forward and the other 76ers forward, Ben Simmons. So in this one game, we get highlighted 
three 76ers, and three Lakers. And at any one point in time, we can see both squads go up against each other with all six members on the court at the same time. Like, that's how things are going down. But, listen, I don't want the show to end without being able to go here. So, before we go back into this NBA All-Star Weekend, I have to make sure. I have to make sure that we get to our hometown. Because, listen, the Knicks and the Heat have been busy. Busy in a way that's kind of unexpected. Because, remember, we came in here... We've been we've been giving the Heat a lot of praise lately. Calling Eric Spokesher the coach of the year. Well, this past week he didn't quite look like it. So, as we could, I don't know if you guys have realized the theme for today, but it's been very, very Philly friendly. Hope you, hope you, hope you Philadelphia Eagles out there, you Illadels out there. I mean, shout out to my boy Vaughn. Are you guys winning a Super Bowl? So yes, this show has been very Philly centric. Granted, I didn't do anything that I, that I kind of thought I was going to be doing today. Like I thought this show was going to be a completely different direction today. Like if you, if you would have asked me five weeks ago, what were we going to talk about today? It was not this. But that means I have a five-week show that I've been prepping for you guys. Oh, I can't wait to stay you here. It's the rock. So as the Knicks had their schedule for this past week, the games between January 31st and last night, February 6th, as let's start with the most recent game, as we already told you kind of what happened there, the New York Knicks lost not only the game, but they also lost their, their star center that game, in Christoph Porzingis, and they were able to take a loss to Milwaukee for the second time that week, 103-89, to yes, I said the second time that week, so that means, that means I already gave up how last game went. But on this past Sunday, they, on Super Bowl Sunday, in a game that really didn't matter, and of course on a, on a day that nobody is watching, is when the Knicks decide to, they want to do their thing, is they pull off a 90-96 victory over the Atlanta Hawks. Ka -ka, ka ka Look at that. Hawks were winning that, the Haw Atlanta, uh, Hawks were winning that game, but the Eagles were, the Hawks were losing that game, but the Eagles were flying and winning. New York Knicks took a loss also to, like I said, Milwaukee twice at week because they also lost on Friday. The second from a 90-92, very close game, 90-92. Well, it was actually a last-second shot by Giannis Antetokounmpo to actually win that game with just about no time left on the clock. Very, 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 very minuscule time. Anything for the Knicks to be able to do. Also, earlier that week, the Knicks were routed by 30. By the Boston Celtics. As the Celtics looked at the Knicks and was like, Yo, chick calls me Big Daddy. Now, luckily, luckily, luckily for the Knicks, or as a Knicks fan, 
the Heat didn't look that much better. As the Miami Heat had three out of their four games, kind of like the Knicks, on the road. And they looked a lot like the Knicks. Except they didn't have that one victory like the Knicks did. Yep. The Miami Heat this past week have now dropped four straight games. They are no longer a team that's challenging Cleveland for that playoff spot. As Cleveland has, uh, we have no clue what's going on in Cleveland right now. We're going to see if we have time to talk about this. We don't talk about it now. We'll see if this trend is still, is still something that we need to address right after the All-Star game. Because we may have to because they may not have done any better. But the Miami Heat are no longer the team that is right behind the Cleveland Cavaliers, stretching them out and challenging them for that third and fourth spot. No, that is now been given up to Washington. Ow. As Miami has found a way to fall all the way from the fourth spot down to the seventh spot. That's how tight things are in there. So let's start off with these Miami Heat games. On Wednesday the 31st, they lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers by it was a very close game. They lost 89 to 91. As the Cleveland Cavaliers able to pull away a two-point a two victory. On Friday the 2nd, the Miami Heat lost 103-97 to the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly. And on Sunday the 3rd, they lost to the Detroit Pistons 111-107. As that started what is now considered the Blake Griffin era in Detroit. As since they have gotten Blake Griffin, the Detroit Pistons have now gone four straight games. What? You're saying, what? I didn't know Blake Griffin was in Detroit. Whoa, hold your horses. We will get to that in a moment. But yes, Blake Griffin is in Detroit. And I think we talked about this. I don't know if we spoke about this. Listen, if we did, then you know what this becomes. You know what this becomes. It becomes a flashback. But if we didn't, then this is new stuff to talk about. The new things that we're going to tackle. So, this is all on you. Call into the show, 954-951-6182, and tell me what you want to hear today on the show. Remember, you can only call in during the time that this show is live. This show is live today, February 7th, between 9.30 p.m. and 10. Okay, it's called 9.37. 9.35 p.m. to 10.35 p.m. So, don't forget, we're going to have two polls that's active. Is LeBron James a jinx? When it comes to his all-star picks. As everybody keeps getting injured. And should Russell Westbrook be nicknamed the Avalanche. Based off how cold he is. And how he just keeps going downhill. We also have the games coming up for the Knicks. This week. So now we're not done with the... You know it's tax season. You know it's tax season. You know what that means. You guys know what that means. Nowadays, prepare your own income tax return could be a task that leaves you with more questions than answers. So whether we like it or not, today's tax laws are so complicated that following a relatively simple tax return can be confusing. So that's where Al Torres and the tax professionals at Liberty Tax come into play. They'll check and recheck your claim for any potential problems. Your tax return can be filed electronically so you'll get your refund back quicker. They'll show you potential deductions to limit your tax liability for the next year. Listen, don't leave your hard-earned money on the table. Head down to Liberty Tax at 
23-269 on State Road 7, Boca Raton, Florida 33428, just one mile north of Hillsborough in the same plaza as TW. You can also call 954-722-7618 or email them at Liberty Tax with two X's. That's L-I-B-E-R-T-Y-T-A-X-X at gmail.com. Don't forget to tell them that my T Sports sent you. Talking about being taxed. So the Knicks have a lot. The Knicks and the Heat obviously have a slow games this week, and that's one thing that I keep always catching. I keep finding like it just, it just seems like the Knicks and the Heat just happen to play the same teams always within like a week apart from each other. So coming first up tomorrow night for the, actually you not know let's start tonight for the Miami Heat. They don't deserve that. The Miami Heat are in at, at home and they take on the Houston Rockets tonight. And the last time I heard, last time I saw, uh, the Miami Heat weren't fearing too well. And you know what? You want the teaser? You want the easy skis and reason teaser? You want the winter and the summer and the moon and the springer? You want me to bring her, the scorer? You already know what happened. You, I think you have an idea of what happened. The Heat continue the streak. The streak is still alive. Heat nation. Heat culture. So the Miami Heat take on the Houston Rockets tonight. As we can already assume that they're going to take an L this week. And they also take on Milwaukee on Friday night on the ninth. So that's also going to be in Miami. Milwaukee has been showing a little bit of gusto lately, especially with their new trade. What new trade and trade are we going to talk about in a few minutes? So I expect the Milwaukee, Milwaukee Bucks to actually be able to beat the Miami Heat. And also the next acts after that, we have them taking on the Toronto Raptors on Tuesday the 13th in Toronto at that. We expect that to be another victory for Toronto, but who knows these days, as I already picked the Miami Heat to win two, to win, to win one of their next three games, they could very much come out of here and refocus and win all of the next three. That's how crazy they have been this year. But they're not this they're not as crazy as the New York Knicks. As you know what, I'm pretty sure the New York Knicks is gonna be one thing and one thing only. L L and L. The New York Knicks have three games this week. First game is tomorrow night, Thursday the eighth, against the Toronto Raptors. And as I said with the as I said with the Miami Heat, the New York Knicks are going into Toronto they go, and they're going in there to take a very cold L. Next after that, they're gonna go into Indiana, where it's just about as windy as Chicago, but not as windy. And they're gonna take an L there as Victor Owen people is probably gonna drop 23 points on them. And then they're gonna go up to Philadelphia, they're gonna see the process and they're gonna lose it. Three straight home games. As I told you also, remember the New York Knicks, not, you should not expect a lot of home games for them because there's not a lot of those left anymore. As we told you, the trade deadline is, is going to be tomorrow. So the trade deadline is going to be a time for we going to see that if teams can put themselves on the top of the mountain so that they can claim themselves as the king of everything. Shout out. got to stop doing that one. So, so far in the trade deadlines, what we've had so far is the Chicago Bulls and the New Orleans Pelicans have decided to make a trade. We spoke about it. We talked about this. We said that, listen, with DeMarcus Cousins out, the New Orleans, the New Orleans Pelicans should make a trade for either DeMarcus Cousins or for Anthony Davis. And now here they are with a trade in their pocket. So, like I said, they listen to us. Just not fully. As Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins are both still up on that team, what they did do, though, is trade Omar Asik 
and Tony Allen and Jameer Nelson, who I didn't even know was in the league. Who've already been waived by Chicago at that. So they traded them to Chicago along with a 2018 first round protected draft pick. As New Orleans gets Nikolai Mirachik and a second round pick. That could be adjusted depending on how things get adjusted. Also on that trade, also in those trade talks and doing their trade impersonations. What a Brooklyn Nets. And listen, if you're a Brooklyn fan, you have to like the direction the Brooklyn Nets keep trying to go in after they have forfeited their entire future when they decided to get Kevin Garnett, the lie, focus, and ISO Joe Johnson. They keep trying to um, accumulate assets. Have we seen them already won with getting the point guard? D'Angelo Russell from the Lakers getting the power forward from Philadelphia, the Philadelphia 76ers, Sixers, Jaleel Okafor. And now you see them getting Rashad Vaughn and a 2018 second round pick for Tyler Zeller. Now, what does that mean? And you figure, like, hey, why would you give it to Tyler Zeller? Because they have another young center there. Name like Jalen Allen or something like that. That they would definitely like to, to get a chance at because he fits the prototype of athletic, freakishly athletic, over the rim, rim protector. Or playing above the rim, rim protector. Playing above the rim on offense, rim protecting on defense. They have that guy. So they want to give him a shot. See, see what happens? They're giving their young players an opportunity to play so they can kind of see what they're doing. Hmm. It's odd when Brooklyn knows what the better to do than the New York Knicks. But you know what? It is Brooklyn. And we all know that Brooklyn's where always started at. Brooklyn! It's my old dirty bastard impersonation. Brooklyn! Me and me, like losing my fellas, yeah. So, the New York Knicks also decided to join these trading activities as they got rid of Gonads, Hernan Gomez, a guy that said that hey, I didn't want to, I don't want to play for you anymore. You're not, you're not giving me burn. You would have thought that. With a guy like Christoph Porzingis being injured, this is the perfect opportunity for him to get more minutes. But no, the relationship cannot be mended anymore. And he wanted to be out of there. And out of there he is. He has been moved over to Charlotte, where the New York Knicks have now picked up Johnny O'Brien. 
And let me tell you about this kid, Johnny O'Brien. Let me tell you about this kid, Johnny O'Brien. Woo! He sucks. And that's the reason why the Knicks have already cut him. What they also did get out of that is two future second round picks in 2028 and 2056. Great work, Knicks. Great work. And I think you've already heard me say this. Alex Smith, because we're, we're talking about all these trades. Alex Smith was sent to the Washington Redskins. And now what you get, and what that means now, sorry, Washington Capitals. But they go there now. Uh, he goes there now. And now you see these dominoes start to fall. These are the dominoes that we're going to dwell on for the next couple of weeks. These are the dominoes that we're going to talk about for the next couple of weeks. These are the dominoes that we're going to slam across the board all over the place. Let's try to see which end they fit in. Until we get an opportunity to yell, Copy cool, motherfucker. Copy cool. It keeps things interesting, doesn't it? <laughs> because there's so many quarterbacks that are out there. So many, so many scenarios that could, be, that could be had. And can I tell you something that I realized? Right, it's a little tidbit. The Florida market, when it comes to sports, doesn't respect the New York market, and the New York market doesn't respect the Florida market. Like people in the Florida market think that New York market is gonna make like, especially like when it comes to the Knicks, they're gonna make any kind of like foolish trade whatsoever. And everybody else in like New York market and such think that Florida has like the most unloyal fans whatsoever. And I'm here to tell you, it's not like that in New York anymore. And Florida got a bunch of loyal fans. What they don't have are a lot of loyal teams that build. The biggest acquisition so far, the New York Yankees acquire the rights to a quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson. Thank you. That is the show. Stay tuned. Stay blessed. Don't stress. We have a lot more coming through. Next week is Valentine's Day. So I want to say from the bottom of my heart to yours, I hope you get your freaks on. If we're lucky, we're going to do this out of the MIT studio next week. And we're going to have, hopefully, in studio, the lovely Lexi Lane. I finally looked at you. Looked at your pictures. Oh, my God. God damn. She's kind of hot. I didn't realize this before then. She's kind of cute. She's she's got she's 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 definitely beautiful. Let's let's just put it. Let's just be respectful. She's very beautiful. She's a very very beautiful young lady, and let's hope that we get into the show next week. Thank you. That's the show. We're out of here. Just remember, one hand wash the oven and both wash the face. Let's continue on this race to the top. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. Lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there, but a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where are we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. Rough night. Yeah, that was a good one. You know you love it.